Blog Talk Radio. Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more. Super happy. Welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio, and I have a really special guest with me today, Khalees Stamp, who um, who <laughs> who was married to who is married and still spiritually married to Christopher Thomas Stamp, who discovered and co-managed the Who for ten years, and also founded the independent track records label. Um, she has been doing a lot of her own work, and also we're here to talk about the new 
Uh, well, actually, the DVD that's out, um, we're going to get into that a little bit. And she is an amazing person. I'm just going to bring her on really quick and let everyone know also, uh, if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And my name is Holly Steffi. This show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio On Demand. And if you'd like to, the chat room is open. I do need to turn on, let me turn on moderation really, really quick because I sometimes get people that call in that just are kind of a little out there. But anyway, let me bring her into the studio really quick, and we are going to go for it. Are you there? Yes. Yes, <laughs> What I a am. great song to open up with. Wow. I love Thanks that song. Thanks so much, that Holly. Was... Oh, please. Thanks for having you know. me on the show, and thanks for starting with a song that is so powerful on so mm-hmm. many dimensions. For you know, for me, the resonance is as a teenager, it said everything that I felt but couldn't say. You know, the alienation. Mm-hmm. The, um, it's also a song that in those days where no one really talked about trauma or trauma repair, talks about trauma, the war, the father, the stepfather, the death, the killing. So who am I? And so this song, in, in, in so many words, talks about what trauma does, which is to put compartments in our psyches and create um, a severe isolation so we can survive the pain and the trauma. And then the trauma repair is to connect those boxes. So when Pete Townsend, whose birthday it was yesterday, happy birthday, Yay! Pete. <laughs> right, uh-huh. you know, imagine in in the go to the mirror lyrics. He says, "Imagine though the shock from isolation when he suddenly can hear and speak and see." He's just basically summarized, you know, healing from trauma when you're in shock yeah. and isolation and numbed out, and suddenly coming back to the land of feelings and thoughts and limbing brain functioning. Um, so anyway, for me, that song was an anthem. Um, in, in my heart and soul and then when I was 29 uh, I met my soulmate Chris Tamp um, with whom I had quite an amazing journey to quote a Who song uh, for 33 years a sacred number and um, so thanks it was a great opening absolutely no and you had wanted to play some other music and uh, we talked about that and there's some other songs and we have I have a couple in queue here um, that we'll play later, but that song totally just really sums it all up. Exactly, you segued into a lot of things. And what I wanted to say really quick is I wanted to um, thank Carol so much. I know she's listening, and I hope Ricky's listening too, because I know Ricky said yes. you're on his board, on the board. Yes, of his, yes. Um, let's talk a little bit about that, and uh, uh, maybe we can talk a little bit and go segue into that a little bit and talk more about the who and stuff like that because I know you've had a fascinating life and you're getting ready to have even more you're having more of a fascinating life you're going on a trip and uh wow (laughs) yes yeah yes I'm going on a pilgrimage to Patmos Greece so uh but basically to talk about Carol and Ricky I love Carol Mm -hmm. she's my soul sister um and I love Ricky Um, We met 28 years ago, and I was very honored to be asked to be on Ricky Bird's Clean Getaway Foundation um, Mm -hmm. as as a board member and a clinical consultant, Um, even though those terms sound very dry as I'm happy to do whatever um, is needed. And Ricky's mission and the board is really to help um, people suffering from chemical dependency and codependency, I hope, too, um, to heal from from music. And we all know Mm -hmm. that music is a great healer. I've been studying music as a healing tool for, you know, most of my life, whether it's Sufi music or rock and roll music or um, Mm -hmm. Native American music. And I also do a lot of chanting, Hindu chanting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so Ricky's you know, mission and being the gifted musician he is, um, lyricist and personality, uh, it's a fabulous synergy to give hope to people who feel hopeless. And, you know, uh, having been in recovery myself for 28 years, I certainly Uh empathize and know know experientially 
the despair and hopelessness um, that anyone uh, in addiction can feel despite appearances. You know, no, no matter what your standard of life is, um, the, the, the shadow and the darkness is in there. So what Ricky's doing is, is phenomenal, and um, mm-hmm. I hope it it continues to grow and expand. And let's not forget that Ricky also played with Roger Daltrey a, a while ago, and yes. he, was inducted into, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year. And, yep. um And for him He's to, been on to my start show a couple this, times. yeah. Has he? He's great. Has he? Yeah, okay, he has. Great. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have to listen to Ricky. Good guy. And, um, yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, it's all part of the healing circle, isn't it? And I, mm-hmm. you know, I sometimes listen to um, the music of the universe and the stars. There are some, um, you know, blogs, logs, YouTube's, whatever they're called, that, um, you know, I, I'm logged into NASA and astronomy and all that. And and oh, they me too. play. Yeah. Yeah, they play the music of the stars. Mm-hmm. So to me, music has a divine component to it, and and inside of us and outside. So yeah, what Ricky's doing and and what all musicians do. You know, I was at Live Aid when Live Aid happened. I was at the concert mm-hmm. with Sandy. I just love the way musicians rally and just play to heal and help and fundraise and do whatever is needed to to help. To support. No, absolutely. And, you know, um, I wanted to say uh, before we get into a lot of what you're doing, because I think what you're doing is fascinating, I want to mention about the Lambert and Stamp um, film that is out. Um, can we talk Can we talk about that a little bit? Because I know Carol sent of that to course. me. Of course. I want of to talk course. about that just for a few secs, and then I want to talk about I want to talk about the beautiful things you're doing because there's a lot there. And also, just so you know, if you want to reach out to Ricky and the group, um, they are on Facebook. And um, unfortunately, I, and, I, and, and if Carol has it, maybe Carol can text me really quick the website for that if she's listening. Um, and right. also, uh, we can get that up so, there because I know that. That's really important for people out they're there. Also I think on it's a, super important. They're also yeah. on Instagram and Good. Uh, Twitter. So it's a uh, okay. I think it's Ricky, Ricky Bird's Clean Getaway. Um, but okay, anyway, cool. that can be found easily. Okay. So the film, yes, of course, absolutely. So the film is called Lambert and Stamp. Um, mm-hmm. And it is being distributed by Sony Picture Classics in America, Dog Wolf in Europe, and um, also Lionsgate for a TV and DVDs. But basically, the film is a labor of love. It, it took 10 years to make, and it's the, it's the only time that Chris, who was sought out a lot for films and documentaries, um, you know, he mm-hmm. did a lot of the VH1 on Jimi Hendrix and this and that. But um, the documentary about him and Kate, which was a journey of light and love and shadow and bottoming out and resurrection and healing and forgiveness and death and rebirth, um, that was a pretty loaded journey um, from, you know, every end of the spectrum in the middle of the rainbow. And mm-hmm. um, Loretta Harms, the producer, it was actually her idea. She read an article on that Pete Townsend where he was talking about Chris and Kit on the way to see Chris and I for dinner in the Hamptons with her partner, mm-hmm. the director, James um, Cooper, and um, said, you know, that would make a great film. And Chris agreed, and for 10 years that film was held with sacredness, dignity, art, Love. It was financed through private equity, which is not necessarily the easier path. It survived 2008, where you know a lot of things financially collapsed, and it's been edited by Christopher Tellefson, who edited some pretty amazing films, including Capote. Um, and it just gathered an amazing team of of dedicated artists. And and basically, Pete and Roger opened doors that you know would not have necessarily been open because Chris was on board and and gave his blessing. And um, so there are there's some incredible material. There are very intimate interviews between Pete, Roger, and Chris. Uh, it's very raw. It's 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 very beautiful. So you know how how do I summarize the film? To me, it's a story about love. 
And it's mm-hmm. also you know, a story. There are elements also of addiction and bottoming out and recovery and healing and death from addiction. But really it's a journey about the creative spirit and about the courage to follow something with no money, uh, the courage to transcend the class system, which in England is very, very rigid and certainly was very rigid at that time. So Chris was a working class uh, cockney. Uh, Kit Lambert was uh, the son of a famous composer, Constant Lambert, and and completely, you know, different side of the tracks, as they would say. And even though we know we are one and all that, um, they met as young assistant film directors and hit it off. And then they decided they wanted to make a documentary about a rock band. So they said, okay, well, let's find a rock band. Let's go scouting and found a rock band. And Chris was working very hard on some pretty amazing films, like The Heroes of Talamar, The L-Shaped Room. You know, he, he had quite some wonderful experiences in film. He was a cineast. He loved, you know, cinema verite. He, he just adored cinema. And uh, Kit would go around London looking for groups, and one day he said, Chris, you got to come. And they saw this band called The High Numbers at the time, fell in love, and they actually were considered the first to start doing what we call now music videos. In those times, it was 16-mil film. But they started filming, and they started just creating this phenomenon with no money, borrowing, begging, and stealing whatever they could, um, hustling. Chris brought the Who to America because his older brother, who's uh, an, uh, an actor and an author called Terence Tam, was going to New York for some film thing, and he cashed in his business class ticket and got two economy tickets so his brother could come, Chris, and then bang on the doors of you know the head of record companies, and so it was. It was quite amazing, and they actually didn't make any money whatsoever until Tommy. So how appropriate that you start with a with a song from the first rock opera, Tommy. And, uh, you know, it's just a mad uh, alchemical wizard journey of creativity with, you know, a few bumps on the road. And the film actually ends with all of us. We were the guests of Roger Daltrey at the Kennedy Center Awards in 2009, where Peter and Roger were honored, and it ends with you know, the reunion and the love and um, and Chris saying beautiful things about the whole journey. And and Chris saying, actually, Lambert and Stam may be the film that him and Kit always wanted to make, you know? And he transitioned to spirit before the film was completed and released. I do believe he has seen it many times from where he is. Um, And the film has been a critical acclaim uh, in America, in Europe, um, it's, it's, I think, not, not that I think, I feel the love came through, you know, and um, touched everybody. People have said to me, I've seen it ten times, I've seen it four times. I've, um, so you could say I'm biased because I'm, you know, a big fan of actually everyone, the Who, Kid, Chris, and the journey of creativity. However, I'm also able to be, you know, a, a witness and, and an observer at a, in another dimension. And I have to say, um, it's it's a phenomenal film. And and everybody worked so hard and sacrificed a lot to to keep it and preserve it um, in to preserve its authentic essence. You know, so it didn't become a, a Mickey Mouse movie or um, you know, it's a corporate film. It's really a work of art. So, you know, there are some amazing people. The associate producer, Wilder Knight, Elizabeth Negrotto Sapnar, and there's Douglas Grave. I mean, there are um, so many people, you know, so many people that I'm very grateful to because what a legacy, you know. And for me, the film also helped me move from an individual journey of grief to a collective journey of celebrating Chris. You know, it was suddenly Chris was shared with the planet. The film is on airplanes. People were texting me from planes saying, I'm watching Chris, you know. And suddenly, Chris, uh, for me, it helped me a lot um, to to release Chris to the stars in a way to, you know, it sounds weird, but that's how it felt. 
excuse me, I had to cough. So, um, so yeah, the film is a gem, and it, it's on iTunes. It's on, uh, you know, it's on uh, Stars. I think it can be bought on Amazon. Um, it's very available. Did I lose you? Hello? 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 I'm back. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear okay. me? Yeah, could you hear, hear me? me while I was well, babbling that was on? Well, strange. I don't know what happened. No, 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 no. I'm glad you babbled on because that was the perfect time. No, what happened was um, we are having uh, windstorms out here right now, and for some reason the net dropped. We do have a caller coming in. Oh, and it keeps trying to come in, but um, it keeps getting – they keep dropping, so hopefully they'll call back in, but – um, I apologize to all our listeners about that. And again, um, if you missed the beginning of the show, you can always check it out on iTunes and we're still on the air. Um, I'm so sorry about that. I apologize to you <laughs> profusely. <laughs> it's so retrograde. It's beautiful. Good. No, I'm glad. Yes. No, totally. You know, this <laughs> retrograde, oh my gosh, this one kicked my butt. I'm going to tell you. And, so did you hear um, anything? You, because... Did you hear anything? I, I didn't. No. no. No, not a thing. But you know what? No. We'll hear it. What were, what were you saying? Tell me. Fill me in. <laughs> okay. So, you, so you want me to start? We were. I started no. about the film. Do you want? I heard everything okay. until you said, until you said, did I lose you? And then uh, okay, I so called in and I couldn't get in. So what were you saying okay. in between? Anything? Or do no, I need I, to fill out? My, I'll edit no. that out. Okay. No, I didn't say well, anything. Sir, did I lose you? Great, fantastic. We're back. Well, listen, we're no, we're we're wizards. We can go in and out. <laughs> Wizard. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? I wanted to say something. Okay, so that film. Okay, getting back to what we were talking about on the Lambert and Stamp. Yes, it is available, and I was thanking Carol very much for sending that to me. And yes. um, I wanted to say to everyone, if you really want to see. Um, really a beautiful film. It's really worth it. It's uh, absolutely gorgeous. So, Thank yeah, you. check it out. And uh, I know that you had a lot to do with that film as well. Didn't you have some production on that film? Did you do anything on that? No, really, I have to give the credit to Loretta Harms, who um, okay. gave herself 20, 100%, 200%. And what what Chris and I did is we facilitated contacts and we facilitated um, entries and openings and names and phone numbers and um, mm-hmm. and yeah, well, Chris would work very closely with James. He was very very close to the director James Cooper and trusted him oh, completely. Good. Um, even though, you know, there were times where Chris would go, Jesus Christ, do I have to revisit this? But, you know, talk about a therapeutic trauma healing journey for everybody, for Pete, Roger, and Chris. It was huge, you know, um, Mm -hmm. to revisit all this territory. Um, And, um, yeah, so I would say really the credit goes to Loretta Harms and James Cooper and Chris and I, um, you know, did, did what we could, but they really carried the film. 
So. Well, that's fantastic. And I know that that has led you on, and I know that you and I both, we talked for a long time the other night. We are both on our own yes. spiritual journey, and I know that you're doing some amazing work. And besides working with Ricky and being on the board and also being Carol's soul sister, which I, I totally love. I think that's mm. so important. Um, yes. I really, yes. it's, a be- it's a beautiful <laughs> union there. Yeah, no, beautiful union there. Um, yeah. And I wanted to talk about you. Um, you are mm. an amazing person. Believe it or not, I, I, I've, I've looked at more of what you've done um, and are doing. And I'd really like to touch on that because I think it's really important for people to know you are available by uh, as a um, for sessions. Um, how would people first? Let's talk about that, and then we'll talk about what kind of sessions you're available for. That way, people can know exactly what they're getting into. You're experienced in so many different fields: um, therapy, um, trauma repair, addiction, family family systems, clinical supervision, energy healing, psychic development. Um, you know, all kinds of different things. Yep. And also, will you fill in? Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing and um, what you're offering to people? Because I think it's really important because with your, I think it's so beautiful that you've been around so many musicians because you and I talked about you being around the Rolling Stones when you were younger and about all the different people that you've met. I mean, being married to um, Chris, you know, I mean, there's a lot of amazing people that you've met, and uh, I know that we've talked about certain people being wizards, and uh, I totally agree with you on that one, and uh, that you've met through years. Um, let's talk about what you're doing and uh, how you how you are giving of service to other people right now. Well. Thanks, Holly, for focusing on me because it's, it, you know, I'm used to uh, focusing on, on others and championing others, and I see my work as um, helping people uh, clearly get to see their light and their essence and trust in that essence mm-hmm. so they can fly to the moon and back and, and you know, remove the clutter. What is the clutter? Their old belief systems, traumas that are uh, not looked at and keep repeating in, in, in reenactment scenarios or or addictions or fear or whatever. So um, I love to celebrate um, my friends, strangers, the light, creativity. Um, so to have the spotlight put on me <laughs> is a role reversal and, and a welcome one. So basically, you know, at this point in my life, I I refer to myself as a healer. And under that category, there are lots of subcategories that you've mentioned. You know, I'm a a licensed mental health counselor. I'm a certified experiential therapist. I completed my two-year school of mediumship and completed that last year, which actually helped me a lot in my journey of rebirth. Um, I'm an energy healer. I trained with the Colorado School of Healing Touch. I trained with Rosalind Briere. I mean, I um, I feel that I have so many different um, trainings, and they all lead to the same place: healing, consciousness, and balancing. And um, so I am in private practice in New York City and in East Hampton, New York. And I see individuals, couples, families. I also work with children. And pretty much I help people with anything that they need help with. And um, as some of my clients, you know, are performers or actors or whatever. And, you know, sometimes we can talk about, you know, their lines, a screenplay, a transference with a director, or um, I have clients who are in completely different fields. And, so basically it's helping them, you know, sometimes I do even a form of coaching, you know, helping them write things or edit things or um, whatever it is they need to do. And, of course, often do a lot of role play and sometimes some energy healing, um, getting into zero energy balancing right now. So it, it's it's whatever is needed, and it's usually interactive, Um 
because really, you know, from my personal work and my clinical work, for me it's about removing my ego or what I think or what theories think and say to to sensing and picking up the energy and what the person is presenting and then working in a very individualized way. So, you know, in a way, Chris would say you're like a manager or producer um, in, in in your work, you know, and uh-huh. um, and I I I just love to champion um, self esteem, self worth, but mostly for people to to see their light and to to just give themselves permission to follow their bliss, um, regardless of what the world says or their old beliefs say or or old systems say to to just um, go on a journey of completion. And actually, Laban and Stamp, the film is all about that. You know, is to 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 trust a vision against all odds and manifest that vision. So you could say I worked, you know, as a healer to help people manifest their radiance and also manifest their visions one, once they're able to even define and feel the right to have a vision, right? So I hope it doesn't sound yeah. too esoteric. I do a lot of uh, trauma. No, no, a lot of people get it. <laughs> no, they're getting it. They're okay. getting it. I also do a lot of trauma repair work. I was trained by a total wonderful friend, lady, master mentor called Dr. Tion Dayton, who uh-huh. uh, actually brought trauma repair to the addictions field. Um, way back when, she was a Montessori school teacher. She's a PhD in psychology, and she's um, she's a, she was my psychodrama and experiential therapy teacher trainer. And she wrote a very powerful book on trauma and addiction. She wrote many books, Mm -hmm. another one called Heart Wounds. And she developed a trauma repair model that's experiential that is now in place in most treatment centers in uh, in America. So I I do a lot of that work with, with clients because, you know, that's a huge obstacle in people's lives. That's why I love that you started with, you know, go to the mirror. Um, the alienation, the separation, the reptilian brain lockdown of fight, flight, and freeze operation that comes mm-hmm. with trauma. And if it's not looked at and if we don't open that door to move the fight, flight, or freeze reptilian brain responses to the thinking and feeling responses, people are literally trapped in a mirror or trapped in a prison or trapped in an unconscious repetitive cycle and it's 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 just like addiction it's it's a very limited cycle of of existence and painful you know it is very painful for a lot of people and you know it's processing the pain i think that's hard for a lot of people and with people like yourself i think it's a lot easier because they're getting help with that and 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 realizing they're right. not alone which is the most that's important right. thing because, you know, a lot of people feel very alone and they freak out. Yes. And that's why we're losing yes. a lot of people because they felt alone. And they didn't have anyone and, to reach out to that they felt yes. like they could trust. And I want to cry about this, but no, I just don't want to see that go on anymore. I want to help people. That's right. You know? That's right. That's right. And also to develop a spiritual connection, whatever that is, that, Mm -hmm. you know, here we are on a planet in the middle of an expanding universe. Um, We're not alone. We are held by a grid of energy and planetary forces that is quite powerful. And spiritual practices, whether it's a walk on the beach or looking at the stars or having a higher power in whatever definition that is or a totem animal, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But to connect to to the reality, whether we see it or not, that there's always support around us. And, you know, in my mediumship training, the most important lesson, and there was many complex one, but the most important lesson were spirits on the other side saying we are here, we are here to help. However, there is a sacred spiritual uh, law which is you need to ask. So asking is the biggest premise in, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in downloading and manifesting the help that is always 
in vibrational escrow everywhere, right? And unfortunately, Absolutely. you know, as children, we, we use our family systems as the templates for um, support and help. So if there is not a lot of help or support for whatever reason, we're not here to judge, but if that hasn't been role modeled, then children grow into adults who believe that you can't ask for help, that it's not there because they're still stuck in the family system reference. And the the ultimate reference is the universe, is the cosmos, and 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 there mm-hmm. are many many gateways to that spiritual connections, you know. So psychic development is also something I do with clients, from affirmations, from reframing words, beliefs, um, from developing their intuition, trusting their intuition. Um, a lot of my clients, you know, are, are psychic and they don't even know it. So sometimes people are afraid of their gifts, and they do need a structure to honor their gifts and know how to use them because sometimes people get very depleted when they're psychic and and they don't have the filters or the structure. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. You and I talked about that the other night. You and I talked about that the other night. Yes. Yes. How much sleep did you get last night? <laughs> actually, a lot. Actually, a lot. I slept late this morning. Yeah, and this so, blue moon so. we're getting tomorrow is going to be very, very auspicious and uh, very yes, cool. Yes, it's a Buddha so. moon. It's called the mm-hmm. Buddha Vesak moon. Yeah, it's fantastic. And and it's a full moon. It's the Buddha moon. It's the blue moon, and it's the um, going direct of, of Mercury. Yeah. So, so intense electrical times, and you know, let's let's flow with the electricity, like like you know, like like this interview being going silent for five seconds or whatever. <laughs> no, you know what? And, and the wind's blowing. If you lose me again, I'll call right back in. But I won't okay. lose you because we're having it's freaky. It's weird. We're getting really strong windstorms all of a sudden here. And I don't know where it's coming from. And, uh, it's almost like a clearing. I feel, um, the other day I was, I was really feeling like I said, you know, you know, I talked to you about, you know, when I dream and then I wake up, I have headaches and then it's like, I know. And I feel, I feel like, I felt like something big was going to happen. Something big was going to happen. I didn't know what it was. Mm. I didn't know what it was yet. And I thought, oh, God forbid, we're going to have another earthquake here because that's kind of what it felt like. It was very, it was, it was a big shifting type thing. And then it was the very next day that morning. And then I heard about the airplane um, disappearing. And so then I knew that's Mm. what it was about. And I knew it was about some other stuff. So, yeah, you know, you know I, think, I think we all tune yeah. in. Yeah. And yes. Um, yes. I want to talk more about the work you do and how you help people to um, be able to integrate that into their life and be able to not let it overwhelm them. Let's talk about that. You mean people's sensitivity and attunement yeah. to, um, yep. well, mm-hmm. the, there are body, mind, spirit uh, pathways, and um, a very important one is the grounding of the body, that if we think of our bodies are as antennas, really, we are all, you know, f- frequency buzzing around and um, we're all like antennas, and we have different levels of emission and reception and, and connectivity. So, so grounding the body, um, you know, one of the grand poobah of trauma repair, Dr. Bessel von der Kolk, says you can't treat trauma without treating the body because it's stored in the body. So even if we're not talking about trauma, the the body and the cellular um, aspect is really important. So w- what I work with clients is the breath because um, the breath is grounding, um, the breath is calming, and a lot of people, especially people in recovery, don't know how to breathe. They breathe from the neck up, you know, it does. because when mm-hmm. we breathe, we f- when we breathe, we feel. So 
to practice breathing as a pause, to practice breathing when feeling anxious, even when, let's say, someone has a contact or someone has a feeling about something, um, a deep breath allows the processing of whatever you're tuning into to, to ground itself so that it doesn't remain stuck between you know, your crown, your brow, and your throat chakras and start spinning in your head and, you know. So as as simplistic as it sounds, I do a, a lot of breath work. I also do some Tai Chi techniques to release because oh, release, yeah. is a crucial, release is crucial. I mean, actually, psychodrama, sometimes I'm on the floor with clients and pillows and crying. Cool. And we do a lot of, we do a lot of singing. <laughs> yeah, singing and toning. We do a lot of toning, mm-hmm. a lot of sound work. Um, mm-hmm. But a releasing, you know, there's a Tai Chi technique where you throw your arms in front of you and you go, ha, ha, you know. So very simplistic sounding techniques actually go a long way into grounding the body. And, you know, psychic and people who are in tune often use methods of grounding, whether it's food. Um, in, in our mediumship school, they would say there are lots of very gifted mediums who are, you know, alcoholics because that's how they ground themselves or, or, or whatever. And I don't like to generalize, but I'm just saying grounding is key. Um, the, more, the more spiritually, psychically, uh, mediumistically conscious you are, the more uh, grounding is required, and then you can also work with essential oils. You can use with you know the resin oils, the frankincense, the sandalwood, are very grounding. And then uh, you can also use rose oil for emotional uh, support. I mean, I am I'm also a number of therapist. I make individualized custom blends. Uh, I worked with an English mm-hmm. homeopath who taught me a lot about the energetics. I also work with crystals. Um, so, so you know, there are many, as we know, there are many, many tools for people. It's yoga. Some people, it's a walk on the beach. You know, walk on the beach is my favorite way of grounding and getting the negative ion recharging. So lots and lots of body work, grounding, uh, breath work, release work. Um, and then also in psychic development, I um, work a lot with words. And with the energetic uh, bumps that words, you know, like not or but, you know, all these are energetic bumps. And um, spirit doesn't recognize negations, you know. So mm-hmm. um, working with intentions and affirmations, you know. So basically I work a lot with the fact that our thoughts, our words, uh, our frequencies, it's exactly like prayer. It travels on the grid. Energy is energy. You can't destroy energy. And it, it has a manifestation. So what we think, what we say, um, it ends up being a manifestation. So so why not create my mindfulness and and literacy, literally around uh, energetic literacy around words to have optimum pathways for manifestation? And, for example, you know, my first language is French. My mother is French. So they're French. It are like everything they say is, is through a negation. It's not that bad. It's not too cold. It's not so this, you know, and it's fascinating. It's not show. It's not show. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not show. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's fascinating to see also yeah. culturally, right, um, the intellectual, mm. cynical, or defended way of saying things. And, that, you know, that's what I love about America and always have since I moved here when I was 18, but I came here a lot before that, is, you know, it's the land of the yes. It's the land of the, of the positive affirmation, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, so a lot of psychic development work is also about mindfulness around manifestation and intention of words. And then there are some techniques uh, for people who want to do channeling. Um, uh, I, I work with some people with attunement to recognize who they're connecting with depending on different movements. Or, you know, I help people work with a pendulum if they want to learn how to use a pendulum. I mean, oh, I love pendulums. Any- Anything goes. (laughs) You know, it's like anything goes. And it's highly, highly individual. I do not believe in any cookie cutter formula. 
um, mm-hmm. for myself or others. I just don't, you know, when I was younger, yeah, sometimes, you you know, you're lying with a message, you're lying with this, you're lying, you know, and then I think as we grow wiser and older and, well, as I did and, and started integrating, it's like, okay, you're a wizard. You can whip up something for each individual person. It's like a formula, you know. It's it's. It's magnificent. So I, I'm passionate about my work. My, my, I love people. I'm fascinated with every facet of human beings, of the, of life, of the universe. I, I'm very blessed that I love what I do. And and also, what's very clear for me is like I am a vehicle of, and I'm an agent of healing. It's not me. It's, it's I'm an instrument of You're a, a much bigger force. You're a vessel. I'm a vessel. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a you vessel. Are. You're a vessel. You know, and you I are. remember my I think energy. We both are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think we both are. And, yeah. you know, I didn't get to tell you when we were talking, because we had so many things to talk about. I work with essential oils, too, and I studied under Marcel. So you know who Marcel is from yes. France who invented aromatherapy. Yep. Um, yep. He brought Aroma Vera over here. And um, right. I learned, you mentioned rose oil. Now, rose oil, to mm-hmm. me, um, is the divine feminine um, yes, for a lot of people. Um, yeah. I know when I personally went through some of my own issues, um, I've used a lot of rose oil and uh yes. I don't I, I didn't get to tell you that I go um I'm known among a very few quite quite small circle as the lavender queen. I go and oh. I grow lavender here and I pick oh. it under the full moon and mm-hmm. um I pick it under the first full, the full moon, the summer the summer full moon, the first solstice moon for the summer. And mm-hmm. then I bring it back and I put um, uh, rose quartz, um, amethyst, and moonstone in with it, and I let mm-hmm. it sit in a box for maybe four or five months so it absorbs all the energy. And mm-hmm. then I usually will send that to people that I know need the healing. And you know how moonstone can be very emotional, but the heart, heart, yes. heart chakra reacts to the rose quartz, and then the amethyst, of course, is very grounding. So yeah, totally. I mean, and, and we're, we're good. Beautiful. We're good witches, as you wanted to say. Yes, yes the other day, you were good, good witches. witches. Um, and you know, your lavender is is the lavender mm-hmm. is such an astringent. It's a clearer. Mm-hmm. It's a detoxifier. Yep. And it's the one oil that if you burn yourself, you put it on the burn and it heals it immediately. Yep. I mean, lavender is, is such an extraordinary flower and oil. Mm-hmm. And you know also what's a, a, a very strong vibration of the divine feminine is morganite. And yep. the morganite crystal. And moonstone I love because it, it has love yeah, it has the, the, light, the light of the moon and the movement of the moon glow. So yes, I I also do fl- uh, floral waters with crystals and jars and nice. some, Ooh. Some, some bath flower essences. Yeah, exactly. So you know, sometimes I feel like a lot. A lot of the times I'm playing. I'm an alchemist. Mm-hmm. I love to play and transform. And That's what I am. Like you, yeah. like you, <laughs> like you. So you uh, know what's funny? I got my degree in pharmacology to be able to. Um, create right. things and and yeah. and what it started out with in the beginning was cosmetic chemistry. What I did was I developed alpha hydroxy acids for a very famous doctor, and when wow. alpha hydroxy acids were first coming out, and then That's I amazing. really saw myself coming. Yeah, it was fun, but I saw myself going more towards I wanted to heal, um, make something yeah. more healing. So. That's why I started with Marcel, and I learned, um, I helped them uh, how to use a diffuser and how to distillate and get the essential oils out of certain properties. Fantastic. So it was really fun for me because that was Fantastic. like what I needed to do, you know. That was my alchemy yeah. type thing. Yeah. But yeah. you mentioned lavender. You know, there's a tea that I'm, I've been drinking called Lavender and Tusuli. Which is a um, mm. which is an African yes. amazing, yeah. yep, yeah, amazing, beautiful, amazing beautiful. tea, yes. I think it's good beautiful. for a lot of people, you know. 
but oh yeah, no, essentials are amazing. It is, and uh, I know that you work with um, uh, a a couple different oils that you prefer. Um, I Mm. know that you're also the president of. Is it how do you pronounce it? Gomok? Is it? Oh, Gomok. Yeah. Gomok. Well, Gomok is the name of a sub-publishing music um, company that that. um, my husband Uh created. Yeah, okay. so um, that's part of a, a, a little piece of uh, the music publishing legacy, and um, and I'm also the president of my company, Integrated Healing, um, which actually, yeah, 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 yeah. So I founded that when I was creating mm-hmm. um, with my friend and partner Nancy De Pietro um, uh, an, an aromatherapy line. Um, formulated through energetic vibration. So uh, we called it Green Essence, and we made face oils and body oils and creams and Ayurvedic masks and pearl masks and (laughs) hydrolats, floral waters. Uh, Yeah, it was another passionate project. And, um, And I thought, well, there's so many healing elements that I'm, involved and interested in so I thought integrated healing would actually represent um, everything you know it does it, be it covers the it therapy all. the aromatherapy the, the the psychic development the trauma repair you know um, I just like the the name and the, it's, and the it's, vision it's a perfect it's a perfect name and a perfect vision and again I want to say to everyone if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be on iTunes. And if you'd like to call in, uh, 347-677-1036. I saw a couple calls come in. They dropped. So to whoever called in that dropped, if you want to call in. And I know I'm talking to – I talked to Ricky a little bit um, in chat. He's He's been listening. I know Carol's listening. Carol, we send you lots of love. And you know what yes. I wanted to ask you to do? Because I think this would be really cool. Um, why don't we, um, if, you, if, you, if you want to, it's fine. If you don't want to, it's, it's okay. Why don't we do a, a, a meditation or an um, a, uh, affirmation? How about an affirmation? You want to quiet ourselves I, I, and do an affirmation? We can do an affirmation, and also just okay. FYI, um, Carol's trying to reach you. Just popped up on my screen. Oh, is she? She's trying to reach okay. you. <laughs> yes. Let me see if yes. I can get her. Tell her um, to um, send me a message on Facebook. I'm checking my messages there if uh, she's hearing me. Carol, reach me on Facebook. I'll check the message right away under your Chaos Productions. By the way, Carol has Chaos Productions. And uh, if you can message me there, that would be great because I'm really afraid to touch anything electric because I don't want it, the show to drop. But message me there really okay. quick and I'll look. But okay. um, do we want to do an affirmation? Let's do an yes. affirmation. I, I have one. I have one that um, I can share, too, once you do yours. I have one that's uh, a really uh, one. Why don't, we start, why don't we start with yours? We'll end with mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it um, sounds like the warm-up for yours is beautiful. I have, um, I'm looking for it here. Okay. Um, I have an affirmation. Okay. All is in divine right order. I am happy, healthy, and blessed in this moment. I am safe in the arms of the divine. Everything works out for my highest good. I am strong, confident, and I am not alone. Mm. That's my affirmation. Blessed be. Beautiful. Beautiful. So would you like me to say something? Yeah, an affirmation if you feel up to it. Yes. So um, so I'm going to use the fact that we're on radio, that I've been new to social media in the last two years, right? The, that mm-hmm. grid, the electronic grid. 
So I want to thank you for bringing me on your show. I want to bless the beautiful vibration of radio, electronics, social media, impulsing a grid of love and light and connectivity for all of us to gather in this beautiful universe. And may we thank Father Sky and Mother Earth and the spirit of the wind that is beautifully present today during this interview, and the sun, moon, and stars, and all the planets and the universe. May we bless you and thank you for holding this incredible journey, this incredible life, this incredible light that we all share. May all sentient beings be blessed with love and respect and tenderness. May all humans be held in the love they so deserve. May all be showered with the abundance that is their divine right. May we all allow the tender flow of existence and the journeys that are in front of us to be manifested in a perfect, beautiful way in alignment with our journeys. And may we thank the Divine Mother and the Divine Feminine and the Divine Masculine and all the spirit guides and angels and entities who are dancing on this life together with us. And thank you, Holly, for your beautiful light, for your beautiful heart, for your journey, and for connecting so many wonderful souls on this radio grid, on this radar love grid. And bless you. you. Blessed be. You know what? That was amazing. That was beautiful. And you know, because uh, you said that, I am gonna end the show with two songs. Um right. one is one both of them are my favorite, but one is a song that I listen to almost every time I get in my mood and I just get in my car or whatever. We'll play that one first, and then we'll play the other one to end the show with. And um, right. I want to wish you safe journeys and um, Godspeed on your journey um, Thank you. tomorrow. Thank you. And so much. Uh, I'll be uh, looking for I'll be looking for your pictures or whatever. <laughs> yes, I'll be Instagramming and tweeting, uh, and I'm yeah. not on Facebook, but. <laughs> I will. Yes, I'm, I'm she, spirit. She's I'm, not on Facebook. I'm, yes. We're not on I'm, Facebook, thank God. I'm, I'm, I'm spirit, I'm, soul, I'm, love on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm on my name. And uh, I'm blessed love at Kalik Stamp on Twitter. Awesome. Well, I know yeah. you're going to be followed by quite a few of my friends. So I oh. want to say to you um, that this has been really fun. And uh you know, talking Thank about you. The Who for me was really amazing because I love the movie Tommy and then love, love, yes. love Lambert and Stamp, beautiful film. And uh, I'm, I'm really you. glad we were able to segue into what you're doing because what you're doing is helping to heal the world. And um, oh, bless uh, you. I think that we need that right now. We do. We need bless, that big time. Bless you. And thank you for putting music that was you know, put put out by track record. I love them before. Oh, no. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so I want to say my usual for everyone that asks me why I say it. It's Friday. Enjoy your Friday. Please do not drink and drive. Um, everyone says, why do you say that? And I just tell you, because Friday, you know what? Anyway, any day, don't drink and drive. But you know what? It's the weekend. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink. Mm. Um, anyway... So what we're going to do is we are going to end the show with two songs, like I said, and uh, I'll play the first upbeat one that we like, real energizing, and then we're going to end with a beautiful rendition of an acoustic version of a song by Jimi Hendrix that I was so gifted to get from a very dear friend that I'm going to send you um, in an MP3 form. I'll send it to you, okay? Um, Great, thank you so much I'll send it to your email and you can play it when you're away But with that We're going to end with our first Our first favorite which is a 
six-minute song, if you can hang in there and listen to it, and then we'll get to the next one, and you'll be blessed, and uh, we're all blessed anyway, but um, I want to say that uh, this song, these two songs mean a lot to me, and also I know they mean a lot to you. So yes, hopefully we'll touch so other much. people with these. You're very welcome. Hopefully. I love you. Love you. Okay. Thanks. I love Bye. you, too. Here you guys go.
no more speed, I'm almost there. Gotta keep cool now, gotta take care. Last car to pass, here I go. And the line of cars drove down real slow. And the radio played that forgotten song. I love her. 